Welcome to Christian Concepts, a weekly show in which I hold thoughtful discussions about Christianity, its concepts, and misconceptions. And I'm your host, Hej, and today we're going to speak about repentance. Now, if you Google the word repentance, which is a very common Christian word, it is used uh, in so many contexts, uh, different denominations, what have you. It's one of those like broad across the uh, board words that's uh, used very commonly, even outside of Christianity. It is often used, but most likely uh, when it is uh, used, it is in the context of uh, Christianity. Now, Google does not help you with this. There is uh, two definitions that comes up, the noun, the action of repenting and sincere regret or remorse. And as a verb, repent, a feeling of express sincere regret or remorse about one's wrongdoings or sins. Now, if you're not someone who's familiar with the Bible or any of those words, uh, it's going to not help you whatsoever. Those definitions do not help anyone. And what actually happens is it kind of bakes in a a set of theology, a set of uh, beliefs, assuming that you are familiar with the religious context. So what we're going to do in this episode is we're going to just strip down the word bare bones. We're going to start with the definition. Of course, then we're going to go to some misconceptions as far as how Christianity is with it. And then we're going to turn to the Bible, see what the Bible actually says. What is the importance of repentance? How does that tie into uh, the grand scheme of things that we've been speaking about in Christian concepts? And, you know, so that way you have a better understanding of how to use that word when it comes to discussing the faith and, of course, the Bible itself. So, yeah, like I said now, uh, Google's definition using uh, those words. Well, first of all, I hate any definition that has the word. Okay, what does repentance mean? The action of repenting. Like, really, if you don't know what repenting means, like the action of repenting, those definitions are like just a waste of ink. But anyways, uh, I guess because, you know, uh, (laughs) they assume you know what that means. But I don't know why you would, because you wouldn't be looking in the dictionary if you knew what that meant. Right. So. What we're going to do is, um, as far as the Bible goes, all right, this word shows up all throughout the Bible, the Old Testament and New Testament. Its earliest references are in Genesis, and it goes all the way into Revelation. So right through the Bible, there are over a 100 references of the word repentance. Now, there's multiple variations. Uh, there is repent, repentance, repents, repented, repenteth, like so many variations of it. But uh, it's the same root word, and there's over a 100 uh, references to that. Now, in the Old Testament, uh, the, which is written in uh, Hebrew and Aramaic primarily, uh, mostly Hebrew, uh, there is just basically one word right throughout. And it means to be sorry or console oneself or regret, conform to be, uh, p- have pity, uh, compassion, suffer, grief, comfort oneself. Uh, so it kind of encompasses the, the same different things. Depending on the context, that is what it means. And there's different passages, you know, uh, people repenting, uh, even God repenting. So uh, to have the context of uh, feeling bad for one's sins when it is used in the context of, you know, God repenting, well, that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. So how does that really fit into things? That's why I really don't like that Google definition. And, you know, um, uh, it's assuming that the the word is only used in reference to sin. But context is king, and when you're reading through the passages, knowing exactly how it fits in in the different uh, variations of the word uh, does help to know if you're reading the full passage. Now, in the New Testament, really, there are two words that are used for it, and depending on the context and, you know, which of those words is translated, they both end up being repent. But 
Um, it means a change of mental or spiritual attitude towards sin, right? So uh, it's a change of mind or a change of heart, depending on the context. Now, again, how are you going to know which one it's referring to? Well, you're going to have to read the passage. And sometimes, you know, a lot of times, especially in churches with preachers and what have you, they'll pull out one verse, they'll pull out one little passage, they'll put out one thing. And, uh, you know, it can get pretty confusing because at the end of the day, um, you can build all sorts of cases, any kind of theology on just pulling out one verse. So you have to really read the things in context, uh, especially when a word has so many different uses and so many different um, definitions such as this, right? But if you look in the etymology dictionary, etymology dictionary is like uh, uh, the history of a word. Um, and I'll put the link for this uh, in the show notes. But uh, the one I love to use um, is etym online. And again, in, if you look in the show notes, I'll put the link uh, directly to the word pent. Now, repentance. Now, when you think of pent, okay, pent, you know, the root word is going to be pent. And then re is is the prefix, which comes before pent. But what does pent mean? It's not something that we really use uh, very much. First of all, this word is like from from like the 1500s, um, pent. <laughs> and, um, but we use it today in the context of like penned. Like we think of like a, uh, an animal that is penned up, uh, you know, a pig pen. Um, you know, you, you, you cage up, you box in an animal, basically it's pent up, right? Or you could say a lot of pent up frustration. Um, you know, depending, you know, older people use that sometimes. Um, but really w- w- that is the root word that this is coming from. And with this, it's an adjective, which means kept in or confined. So when you're speaking about repentance now, it's something that has to be kept up and confined, and then the re is added to it. Now, how does that all play into anything? Because at the end of the day, what what is happening is, whether it be this this mental state or a an emotional state as far as uh, the heart goes or the mind, it is something that is being released, right? So we're going to really look into that. First of all, before I dive deep into that, we're going to look at some misconceptions because before you can fully understand what, what all this means, how it fits into the Bible, is to we have to look at the broad overview as to uh, the different uh, views and teachings that are out there so we can clear up some misconceptions before we even dive into that. But basically, that's what we're dealing with. It's a change of mind or a change of spiritual attitude towards, in this case, particularly with the Bible, towards the sin, right? So, there's some misconceptions in the sense that uh, a lot of people say that it is it is something that you do as if like it, it is a work, right? Because depending in different uh, circles, they will say um, repentance is a commandment. Therefore, it is a work. It is something that you do. Um, and, you know, uh, different denominations such as uh, the Roman Catholic Church, they have the sacraments of penance and and uh, reconciliation, which basically you're, they're going to the priest and they're confessing their sins and what have you in that booth. And, you know, because of that, uh, through the history and through the years, a lot of uh, physical doing is associated with that. And, of course, there is that commandment. But I will say, definitely, you know, when when Jesus and John the Baptist and and, and all those uh, preachers are saying, go and repent, repent ye, and so forth, it really seems like it's an action. It's 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 a command. However, what I will say is, 
So because of this, over the years, it has been uh, heavily abused um, by people of power. And, you know, in the past, um, you know, they were commanded to uh, do a set of series, a a ritual prayer or uh, making payments uh, for their sins, like physical payments with gold and silver and money, actually, to uh, different churches and what have you. Um, and in, in the Old Testament, you know, we have, uh, different examples of, uh, when this became also ritualized of, they had a, a tradition of basically when someone was so grieved by a situation or even their own sin, they would wear sackcloth and ashes. Just picture someone in like tattered rags and they're, 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 they're covering themselves in, in dirt and ashes to really express their grief and their, their, their brokenheartedness over their own sin. Because of this now, it became very ritual. It became when people weren't even necessarily sorry uh in those times and you know the prophets had like the huge issue with that they were doing all these things and they're going through this and and they're putting on the show as if they were sorry however their hearts were not changed and that was something that through the old testament god constantly goes with the children of israel and uh he he has an issue with them it's because they, they were doing the actions of someone who was sorry however their heart was far from him and it wasn't truly remorse and wanted change and wanted a, a departure from their sin. So although the action was there, that was not repentance. So you can't really say repentance is just a straight up action, right? Because after all, a person can really can do all the things that looks like repentance on the outside. However, repentance is something that's really on the inside that God can see. You cannot fool God, right? You, you, you can put it on the show for man, but God sees the heart, right? Because of this now, um, and again, this is something that is commanded when it says, repent ye therefore. So people like to say, well, then, you know, it has to be an action, like I said. But, you know, God also commands uh, to, to, to love, commands to forgive, commands to have joy and all these different things. Now, like, how can someone command you to do that? How can you just love someone? How can you forgive someone? Sure, you cannot want to kill someone and you can go through, you know, uh, want to have peaceful actions and you don't want to harm that person but deep down in your heart even though it is a command is that necessarily true well here's the thing right no matter what all these commands such as forgive love repent it requires the spirit of god right it is the the spirit of god that is working on the hearts of men to do what god wants us to do to desire godly things good things to, to desire spiritual things and Ultimately, although, yes, this is a command, it is not just something that I can just get up and just decide, okay, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to forgive today. I'm going to love today. I'm going to uh, repent today. It, it, it is a work from the inside out because, you know, I can just as someone can say, okay, I'm going to uh, do all these things. I'm going to show up at work. I'm going to do this. I'm going to eat healthy and all these different things. And you can do that. But if the person truly doesn't have it in their heart, well, for one, it's not going to last. But also, it's just outwardly, right? You know, and it's not genuine. Anyone can put on the show for a period of time or in if you're very disciplined for a long period of time. But really, it's not about that outward show, the outward action. It is all about the heart. 
what we're going to take a look at now is actually how it ties into uh, what what part does it have with salvation, right? Now, there is a sect of Christianity that will even say, okay, repentance has no part in 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 uh, salvation whatsoever, because, you know, as we discussed in episode seven, salvation through faith, right? It is the faith in Jesus's shed blood as the ultimate payment of sin that is going to to uh, be uh, salvation. That That is how you're saved, right? It is a gift of God through faith, as Ephesians 2, 8, 9 says, right? So why is it that some people, uh, including myself, uh, will speak about repentance and other people will say, okay, no, repentance is a, a work and it has no part uh, in salvation whatsoever. Now, again, that is assuming that repentance is an act, right? It is an action. It is a works. But what I'm going to actually do is I'm going to to show you how it is not a work, but it is it is really, I would say, describing the heart, if you will. But, um, you know, a lot of times uh, people that hold this viewpoint that says when uh, discussing salvation, uh, repentance should not be mentioned at all. They will often uh, bring up the point that, you know, uh, as as we say, you know, the Romans road to salvation. The book of Romans is a great place for uh, people to learn how to about uh, how to be saved how to go to heaven, or even um, when Paul is speaking to uh, the, the jailer, the Philippian jailer, um, he does not mention the word repentance. And because of that, they say, look, repentance has no part to do uh, in, in, in salvation. However, even in Romans, Romans 2, verse 4, Romans 11, verse 29, repentance is mentioned in the book of Romans. A lot of times I say, you know, Romans does not have the word repentance in there, but yes, it is in there. But here's the reality of what the Bible actually says about repentance. And remember, this is not a work. This is not something that you're doing. It is not like a a payment or an action of going to uh, the priest or saying certain words with the preacher, you know, the quote unquote sinner's prayer, all that stuff. No, Th- this is an internal uh, work that is taking place here. Now, repentance is like the first fruit of faith, if you will, right? Because ultimately, if you truly believe in a holy God, right, you see how much love he has. First of all, the fact that we have offended a holy God with our personal sin, all the wrongs that we have done, we we want no part in him, we continually offend him, we uh, daily, um, from the day we were born, and yet, he so loved us that he sent his only begotten son into the world to take our place, to die for our sins when he had no sin of his own. He takes all of that and he goes to the cross and dies for us. Now, when you truly see that, when you truly believe that, so that's, you know, faith is by far the most important thing because when a person believes something, it doesn't matter what it is, they always act upon it. They always act accordingly. It changes everything about them. Now, I'm just going to give a crazy example, but, you know, uh, very often I, uh, I, I pass this man on the, uh, the corner of the street, right? He, he, he's seeing things that, that's, that us, we, we don't see. It's not there. Right. But he lives his life according to uh, that. Right. He won't cross the street. He won't go in that way. And again, you know, in his mind, in his world, despite hundreds of people walking past him, not seeing this thing. 
He lives his life accordingly as if I don't know what he's seeing, whether it is a giant or it is fire or who knows what he actually sees, but he reacts to that. So that's why I say faith really is by far uh, the most important thing. And, you know, you can change your actions. You can change uh, all of that. But when you truly believe something, it is also going to change your heart and faith will bring repentance. Now, it's like a a two-sided coin, the head and the tails, faith and repentance. In a sense, like faith, yes, faith in Jesus Christ and his shed blood is the ultimate payment for sin. That is how a person is saved. That is how they go to heaven. That is how uh, they make amends with God. They are, are born again and all these different words that we, we, we go through. However, when a person sees all of that and is just in awe. Now, I could tell you for for you know, myself, right? This was not a, a church service. This was not a, an altar call, a preacher telling me to say certain words. It was for the first time after studying the Bible and going through, and I've been blaming God for all these different things going wrong in my life. But through the word of God, I was able to see like, wow, like all these things that I'm blaming God for and saying he wasn't there for me and all these different things, his footprints and his footprints, his handprints, fingerprints were all over my life is saving me and protecting me from this and that. And yet I didn't see it. I was going about my life doing all this crazy stuff. But once I dove into the word of God, I had someone to show me some verses and I was just like, wow, this book is really real. God was always there. I've been offending him. I've been cursing him in my own way. I've been doing all these things. Yet still, he loved me so much that he was able to send a person to me to show the word of God to me, show me my great need of Jesus and salvation, that it was like literally standing on a a, a log floating in a river. Like I fell off of it and landed in salvation because literally like, right, once I believe that, it's like my heart was instantly broken, right? Like I could not, I could not deny the fact that I owed so much to God and that, that finally, like th- it was right there for me, salvation. And by faith, once I cried out to Jesus to save me and, 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 and make things right. And I do not want to do things like that anymore. And it res- is based on simply the belief that I now had in all of that and crying out to Jesus that I was able to find my salvation. Now, I had a repentant heart because of the word of God, because I saw myself as God finally, or I finally saw myself as God saw me. I was no longer uh, putting myself up on a pedestal as some like self-righteous do-gooder who just happened to always find himself in uh, (laughs) some tricky situations, right? So, you know, that's why, you know, it is not... (laughs) It is not a a work in the sense that like I did not I did not say all right that's it I'm going to repent and get my life straight now no it, that that's not how it happened it's literally like you know <laughs> just I came to my senses I saw everything like that God was trying to show me for the first time and you know um, it's like those memes right things that you can't unsee well once you see yourself as God sees you you can't unsee it. Like you just, you just can't. Right. And that it's at that point now, are you going to accept Jesus or not? That is when you have that repentant heart and you're seeing things as God sees it. And are you going to reject or are you going to accept Jesus by faith? Right. So that is what I speak about when I speak about repentance and Romans two, four says it is the goodness of 
of God that leadeth thee to repentance, right? It is God's goodness. It is nothing that I decided to do, nothing that any saved person, a believer, a Christian did, right? No good deeds, no going to church, no paying money, no charity, no all those different things is what leads a person to repentance. It's the goodness of God that leads someone to repentance. And Second Peter 3, 9 says, uh, the Lord is not slack. Now, as far as uh, this verse, this is just, just an amazing verse. Um, that whole passage speaking about God's character and, and, and what it is like. But the part that I want you to like really keying to, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance, right? God does not want a single person in history, past, present, or future to perish. He doesn't want anyone to go to hell. But what does he want to do? He wants them to come to repentance. The point of uh, salvation when you're accepting Jesus Christ is when you have a repentant heart. God wants you and everyone to come to that point. And by faith, when you accept Jesus, that is salvation. So when people say that, you know, anyone that brings up repentance when it comes to uh uh, salvation or it comes to accepting Jesus by faith is trying to mix works into it. They're not having a full understanding of that word, right? And again, going back to the root word of pent, right? What is all that 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 is pent up? What is what is locked in? Is all the, the false beliefs, all the false teachings, um, of, of whatever philosophy, religion, or anything that you you have your own ideas, and of course you're holding on to your sin, you're holding on to all of those things. You're it's you're just locked in, right? But now. Once you open up your heart to the word of God, it's like you're you're releasing all of that. And it's not like, again, it's not like you are physically picking up a shovel or a lock and key and, and, and doing some physical manual labor. It's just no, it's just allowing God. It's the goodness of God, allowing him in to open up your heart to the truth. And once you do that, you know, with the heart, man believeth, Right. Um, and, and that's going to Romans. It's really, it's, you're allowing God to do all of the work. So I hope all of that is clear. I hope you do not think that, uh, through, after all that, that one, <laughs> that the Google definition is very helpful because it is not. And I hope you don't think that, um, it is only um, referring to sin because God does not sin. And also, I hope you don't think that it is um, somehow using that word is somehow mixing in works with uh, faith to get salvation because it is not. And, you know, you can look through the verses. I'll put them in the show notes, some uh, some notes, and, and, and look at that definition. And ultimately, I want to hear what you think. Um, is this clear to you? Because I know this is really a, 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 a heavy subject. Um, it is very important. And, you know, um, there's so much debate and so much uh, anger over that. And I... I don't know. I, I, I think it, it's just one of those topics. You know, there's so much controversy in Christianity, even amongst Christians, um, people that, you know, claim to be, again, um, from one flavor of uh, church to another, that uh, we, we argue over these things and it, it shouldn't be so. Just turn to the Bible and ultimately that's where the faith uh, should be built upon all the teachings. And, you know, repentance is not a work. And that's what the Bible says. Let me know what you think. 
BibleGum Media on Instagram. Send me a DM with your questions, comments, concerns, and I would love to hear from you. And also, I would appreciate it wherever you're listening to uh, this podcast, if you leave a review there. Uh, I would look at them, and it does help uh, to you know get feedback and what have you. And I would be more than happy to hear uh, what you have to say about the show. And I look forward to hearing you in the next one.